Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Yeehaw! This is the first live yeehaw that yeah. we've had in a long time. <laughs> I keep saying I'm going to come up with a... Uh, an audio clip at the beginning so you don't have to do it every time, but I think uh, I kind of like it. It's a little different every time. It'd be nice if you did that. It'd take <laughs> a little pressure off. Oh. Well, folks, we are live from deer camp. We are running a... Walt's a, sitting here with his shirt off. Blinding him with the light, y'all. Blinding him with the light. <laughs> <laughs> I am the sun right now. Uh, man, I'm about as white as it gets, dude. I'm telling you. Well, look, you know I ain't been out on a boat whenever I got a farmer's tan now. Dude, you, you, we couldn't pass for brothers if we tried. <laughs> no, that's for sure. You talk too much. Oh, man. I tell you. <laughs> well, we've been out here. Uh, we're at deer camp up here at Harvey's Farm and uh, across the way working on his uh, his lease. And we've been hanging sets. We had some fun doing that today. I made Walt hang them all for me. <laughs> he, uh, in case y'all are new to the show, he, you know, he's got a kind of a bum knee. It's four surgeries? Four or five. I don't four know. Four or five surgeries. We, 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 we quit counting after about three. Um, so instead of having him up there tweaking his knee or something like that, just being overly cautious, we decided I'd go up there and do it, and then he can he can uh, be promoted to supervisor. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Works out well. But before we get too far into this, I just want to give a sh- quick shout-out to the two partners that we have of the show. You've heard about them before. I'd like to thank our title sponsor, Wild Edge Incorporated, maker of the Step Ladder. Awesome product. We were hanging it today. There is a learning curve. If you if you order one of these, you are going to learn. You're going to need to practice. You're going to have to practice, but I'm not talking much. I mean, by the time you set one full set up, you are done. So just put that initial investment in there. I guarantee you, you're going to like it. We climbed a tree today. It was all kind of funky. You can hear more about that in a minute, but uh, it's a great product. Second, Bowhunter Box Club. If you haven't joined, you need to join. It's a, it's a, the only, it is the only Subscription box for bow hunters in the country. Now, if you're interested in using either of our promo codes, we have one for Wild Edge Incorporated, Chase and Tails 10. It's Chase and Tails lower cap, lower caps, lower case. With <laughs> no, man, I'm hurting today. Haven't done this in a while. Chase and Tails lower case one zero. You don't have to spell it ten. Free that, shipping. Free shipping with Wild Edge on any tree stand purchase. So if you buy a set of sticks, he will give you free shipping, which is awesome. If you've ever bought a tree stand. It's very difficult for the shipping. It's always odd. Secondly, if you'd like to get 10% off your first month or for a year-long subscription with Bowhunter Box Club, use the exact same promo code, ChaseandTails10. That's enough of that. How you been since the storm? We haven't talked on here post I've been busy. Yeah. Yeah. 
you actually came up and worked with me one day, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I got a call one day, and he said, you want to make some money? And I said, cash is king. <laughs> so we cleaned up, what, three three full pine trees that had fallen in that fellow's front yard? Yeah, and laid pine straw and, and did some other stuff. Straw. And yep. Let's just say Walt doesn't do much physical labor anymore. No, the only <laughs> physical labor I do is when I'm in the deer woods. That's about it. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of limited these but days. But he enjoyed it, though. Really I did. did. I did. I'd like to get him up here once a week to do it, but that won't never happen. Probably not. Not until I'm done with my CPA. Yeah, once that's done, then maybe once a week. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. I'd love to get out. But then, you know, come November, I'm going to have my own place to be working on. Yeah. I'm going to have be, my own house. You're going to be busy. We're going to, if y'all, if I haven't said it before, my wife and I are building a house, and uh, between that and my CPA, I'm a little strung out a little bit here, but uh, it's all right. It's all good. I'm going to have myself a one-acre yard to keep up with. I need to... Put in a. I want to put in some more uh, lemon trees and stuff. And he needs a push mower for that one acre yard. Then I've got a push have, mower. I need a ride mower. No, you need a push mower. No. Then you won't never have to worry about. Now I need to talk to you about again. that snapper up under that barn. You daddy want that snapper? I don't know. You want to talk to him? I'm gonna probably give him a call. <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to give him a call because that's a nice looking snapper. Just get you a walk behind push mower. I'm no. telling you to keep your cardio up. No, I'll do my cardio on my own. When I go out there and I'm mowing that grass, I want to be sitting. And riding, I'll put some sunscreen on my nose. Have a whole pile of white sunscreen on my nose, and one of them old wick, wick, wicker, or wick woven hats. You know, that's me. But uh, you know, I guess we ought to go ahead and throw some some shout out here. You know, we had that contest in September. It got delayed. I apologize, y'all. But yeah, it got delayed by the storm. In case y'all didn't know, Irma was this terrible hurricane that came up the Florida Panhandle. Uh, well, technically, the west side of Florida. It didn't get us as bad as we thought no. it would, but it could have gotten worse. Walt left for a week. I did. I did. And I was without power for uh, three or four days, which yeah. doesn't bother me. I have generators. It, we, we woke up that Saturday morning before the storm, and they said there's a good chance it's a Cat 3 making landfall at Tallahassee, and we're only 30 miles off the coast, so yeah, that would have been far. it would have been really tough for us to have survived that and, and been in any kind of functional uh, capacity. So we, we had the week off from work anyways. The FSU, the entire state of Florida, shut down, so – I just left. Um, it turned out it was good. But we're back, and the winner of the giveaway we were doing was Chris Bacon, CD Bacon 5004. Um, he won a set. I have sent Andrew his information that should be going out uh, this Monday, which is today that you're hearing this. We're recording this this Sunday. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. I'm sorry for announcing that a little late, but we announced that on Instagram and Facebook uh, uh Officially, and this is just the first time we had a chance to sit down and record. We're so far behind, so yeah. Um, have you finally got caught up from your work? No, well, no. sort of. It just looks like it's going to be another, could potentially be another extremely busy week, depending on how I plan it. Um, we'll see, we'll see yeah. how it goes. So, I'm, I'm living a little bit vicariously through you. How, how has your deer season been so far? How many times have you sat? Two or three, two. Probably. Yeah, two times. Um, seen deer one time. Seen hog both times. Um, four does the second time. One hog the second time. 47 hogs the first time. And I drew back on hogs both times. They winded <laughs> me the first time. And then the second time it was a 60-yard shot with one branch in the way. But I was going to try it either way. I've been hitting it 50 pretty consistently. So I felt pretty comfortable at, at, um, at 60 on a hog I mean, dude I, I just want to say I am so proud of how far you've come as a bow hunter as an archer to begin with because he had a bow that was not set up right for him and this is something that I feel like so many people 
make the mistake. You need to go shoot a bunch of bows. You don't need to listen to Jack to what the guy says, unless he's telling you it's the wrong fit or something of that nature. Shoot as many bows as possible and bring home the one that fits you. And if you can't afford it, sit it out a season and buy the right one. Buy the right one. I mean, I'm sorry, but he was shooting a bow for four or five years. That was not fun for him because the draw length wasn't right. The cam was too aggressive. It, it just there were so many different things for him that didn't fit. He went and bought the oh, elite option six. Option six, that's right. And this boy went from can't hit a group at twenty yards, doesn't even doesn't volunteer to pick up his bow, to periodically now is sending me photos at fifty and sixty with groups that anybody would be proud of. I'm talking two to four inch groups at fifty and sixty yards. It's incredible. It's incredible, and it is just a testament to what you need to do. Is do it right the first time as a bow hunter and shoot a pin, single pin sight. Yeah, it's the it's the simplest thing in the world. It really is. Um, setup's a little difficult sometimes. Can be. Walt still hasn't found my three arrows Dude, because I it hasn't looked. Him. I couldn't find them the other day. <laughs> I looked. I don't know if you, if we announced this on the last podcast, but Leighton he launched himself a solid six or seven arrows. It wasn't quite that no, bad. It was, three. It was like. Three was it? Three arrows. Three arrows. He lost three arrows that that uh, he missed the bag target a little shy. It was my fault. I told him not to go that far on the slider, and he needed to go further. And uh, they're up under the ground. They're gone. I'm gonna look again probably next, once that grass starts to die back a little bit. But man, it is those jokers bury that. He's shooting a victory micro diameter uh, heavy F front of uh, FOCs, and those arrows just scooted up under that grass, and they are whoo. It. 20 yards, it'll almost go through a block. It will, yeah. It really sure will. will. It'll, it'll be about six inches sticking out. Of and not the side. small block either. No, the big one. Yeah. 22 inch, 24 inch block. Yep. Um, but yeah, so you saw a bunch of hogs, a bunch yeah, of bacon. A bunch of bacon. No shots? I, I, like I said, I drew back on the first set, um, but they got, I let them get too far to my left, and that's where the wind was going, and they smelled me before I could shoot them. Um, and then the second time, like I said, 60 yards, one branch. I had to bend over and kind of crouch down to shoot. And I was like, no, nah, it's not a 180-inch deer. I don't want it that bad. There you go. And it was hot, and I didn't want to drag it out of the woods. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I've made that decision many times. Uh, there I was sitting in a swamp back at, at uh, Kevin's at one time, and we had a, I don't know, probably had been a five-year-old doe come through. And the bugs were so bad, and it was hot. It had just rained, and I was like, to hell with it, man. I've got a broad – he was the year he let me shoot does, too. Broadside, 20 yards. I was like, I just don't want to drag her out of the swamp. <laughs> I don't want it that bad. Had he been a, had she been a big old buck or something like that, I probably would have taken her out, taken her out of there, but not for a doe. It's not that serious. Yeah, that was like me. I had does at 20 yards, the second sit, but I just was way too – I'd have had to pull them over two, two creeks. One of them had two 15-foot walls on either side, and I was just like, no, not going to do it. Just not going to do it. Um, but, yeah, it's been <laughs> been interesting. What? Andrew just said, sweet. Glad Leighton didn't get frustrated and just go buy a set of Mara steps. I thought about it. <laughs> Y'all, we had some fun today uh, hanging a set. It gave us some trouble. and um, If you – I guess we can throw this out there as a yeah. tip now that we've yeah. learned something. So – we, we had a relatively smooth bark. How did he describe small it? Small diameter tree. Yeah, small diameter tree. Wasn't any bigger um, than eight inches. It wasn't very big It was like all. a thick, smooth bark. It was like some kind of little water oak. Um, probably about eight to ten inches. Yeah, yeah somewhere it wasn't in that very range. big. And the, the, the wild edge steps, 
man, we're all over the place, but we've been gone for so long. It's okay. I'm not even upset about it. Um, the wadded steps on on those bar on those bark trees had some problems. Um, problems is probably too strong a word. It was more of you know, I think anything would have had trouble on that bark. I mean, yeah. even if you had a ratchet, it's going to still slide a little bit. Um, what we found was there was a flat face to the tree. Walt had it on the curve. No, we brought it around to the curve. No, you had it where the left side of the step had nothing to grab onto. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was a flat, there was a flat piece to the tree, and then the rest of it was, was an oval. And I had it to where one of the, the bars was up against the flat piece, and the other part was on the oval. And I sat there and struggled and struggled and struggled. And finally, he was like, hey, retard, how about you just slide this joker over? And sure enough, they stuck. Um, but well, this is only after he stepped on it and it went out. It didn't go out from under him, but it wiggled a little bit too much for his <laughs> liking. He came down real fast. He jumped, basically. I don't know if I've ever told y'all. I'm scared of heights. <laughs> um, so it slid, and I went, nope. We. The other thing that I'd say is when you go and you put it on trees like that, there's a smooth, thick bark, is cinch that joker down tight. Um, normally I give it just a little bit more to to make the, the camming situation a little looser. Not looser, but a little easier, more forgiving. On those, I found I had to cinch it up real tight and just man that joker down. And when it popped and you heard that nice thwack when it, when that bar hit, um, all was well, all was solid. It was perfect. Um, I turned out, I think it's going to be a really nice setup. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I still got to hang my stand in there. <laughs> yeah. We didn't take, That's going to be interesting. We didn't take the actual tree stand. We just did the steps this go around. Um, but what we had is kind of cool. We have a field, to, if you can picture this bit, uh, in your in your mind. 40-acre field, roughly. Yeah, we got about a 40-acre field. What you got planted in that field? Corn, milo, soybeans, dove, proso, all sorts of stuff for dove. So, I mean, deer too, but, yeah. you know. Well, the deer food was a little further yeah, down the way. quarter mile. Yeah. Um, so you've got this field, 40-acre field, and then behind it you've got this thick, thick, thick-ass Oak bottom. Uh, oak with pine bottom, trees in it. With pine trees in it. Big pine trees, though. And it had, uh, what, five white oaks? Five or six white five oaks? Five or six white oaks within spitting distance of and, this stand. And just a pile a pile of uh, food on them that's going to be coming down. So we picked ourselves uh, two or three sweet gums that were all stacked together and a uh, nice gopher hole underneath them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if, you don't know, if you don't know anything about Leighton, his, his favorite animal in the whole wide world are snakes. Yeah. And uh, you put a gopher hole next to next to Leighton, and he is incredibly cautious for rattlesnake purposes. But um, we killed one three weeks ago, six foot up there. Really? Yeah, six yeah. foot diamondback right under the fence. That's a big old snake. That's a big snake. Um. So yeah, we got it. We got it set up, and I say what, fifteen, seventeen feet up off the ground. I say it's over twenty. You say it ain't, but I've hunted. You know what? Tw- I've hunted take twenty foot ladders. Was that ten set of six? Twelve. 12 sets well, we used, Yeah, we used 11 of them. So we used yeah, 11 of them. It was, it was 20 um, No, we used 12 of them. Well, but that one. Yeah. What, what we did was, again, Leighton's got a bum knee. So what we did was we set them a little bit further or closer, closer. together yeah. just to make the steps easy. And we still got a solid. Let's, let's split you, the difference, say 18, 19 it's feet. It's 18, 19 feet. Um, it's plenty high enough. Oh, yeah, plenty high enough. And he's got a vision. So he, to his left, he's got four uh, four or five white oaks. And that's going to be great. He's got a trail coming down the right side that makes a, a, a triangle trail coming from the White Oaks. And that, that triangle point leads on one main trail that goes to the field. So as long as he's got a northerly wind, it'll be blowing back out into that field, which is fine because there's no real food out there for them. The there food, is, but it's 250, 300 yards yeah, away. They're not going to care right. if they're out and there. And you're either. not going to be able to get that with the bow anyway. No. So 
you know, what we're hunting are those white oaks. What we're hunting is catching those deer coming from that thick that thicket down those trails. And then and during staging. the rut, we're hunting that outside edge of that Correct. field when he's cruising that edge Correct. of that field. And and, and to, to also paint this picture, um, we're on top of a gentle sloping ridge that goes back down to uh, a pond that's actual flooded pond. So you've got a pond, you've got a, a gradual progression coming up of, what, 200 yards? Probably more now, probably about five or six hundred Okay, so yards. five and six hundred yards that comes up, and then you've got a field behind it, and you've got a real thick row of, of just some of the nastiest green briar. It's nasty. And, yeah, it was, we were it's damn nasty. near on our hands and knees getting out there. So um, it's it's a great setup. I'm confident that if you go in there, you're going to end up killing you. A uh, we got a, a camp kitchen, uh, camp kitty here. You get big old Thor. Um, good cat. Don't be hating on my sidekick. He, he climbs deer stands with me. Hey, I ain't mad at it. He That's follows me two deer stands and he climbs them. He's finally chilling out too. Yeah, because he finally got snipped. Did he? Yeah. Nice. Um. So yeah, it was fun. It was a it was a good day, and then we rode around and uh, found some other spots. We found him a nice. Uh, uh, south face, south facing ridge that's got a massive line of rubs. I mean, just some of the biggest rubs you've seen. Yeah, this looks like some Midwest rub stuff. Yeah, on the trees that are out there. Yeah, it. They found what are they? Cedars. Yeah, big cedars. If you go to my Facebook page, way back in the spring, we originally found this spot and we went back and checked it. It's not quite getting hit yet, and I don't have it enough data. It out won't here. be till. Uh, it won't be until. This would be the rut. The rut. Yeah. yeah, it's a rut Halloween spot. weekend, I think, is when we said we need to yep. go in there and hang a set. October thirtieth, um, right before October thirtieth. Um, First week of November, always down here, and then all the way through Thanksgiving is hot. Yeah, yeah, hot, yeah. hot. always, always. That first split for duck is when we're hunting. Yep, big deer. Um, so yeah, well, I haven't gotten in the stand. My season doesn't start till October twenty-first, which is twenty-eight days away. I'm struggling normally i'm in the deer stand this early but uh, i don't remember if i told y'all but i lost my one piece of property to hunt that was in zone c which started september 16th and i gained a 200 acre track to hunt in uh, zone d which is a little west of tallahassee and it's a very quality i i, I struggle to say trophy managed because it isn't really yeah, a trophy, it's trophy but it's but quality managed yeah. we're looking for a mature deer four plus years older um and that's going to typically lead to a, a pretty good size buck. Right. um on my Instagram, I got some cool trail cam photos that the uh, landowner has sent me. He's got some, you know, 100 to 130 inch deer. You know, um, it's a neat piece of property. So I haven't done that. But what I have done and you haven't done is I went teal hunting the other day. Yeah, not going to go. I'm not interested. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. We had a we had a little cool front that came through. And Hurricane Irma blew a lot of our birds west and north of here. Uh, there was still some blue wing teal. We hit the first uh, weekend of blue wing teal early teal season which was awesome um got a late start got lost in the kayaks which tends to happen at least once a year um you know when you're paddling two and three miles you know it's not it's not hard to do but you know we, we took the kayaks out and we had three good groups come over the top of us as we're setting the decoys out uh yeah, right out shooting right late, yeah. late start um so we didn't get any shots but that was fun it, it was a good time it, there were a lot of pretty birds and that blue wing tail dude is still like my favorite duck. I, I'm sure one day I'm gonna shoot mallards, and I'm sitting here looking at on your cabin wall. You got a mallard and a redhead, and you know it, those are great birds to shoot too. But man, that teal for some reason, I think I think I know why. When I was hunting at the bluff, all you had were wood ducks, and the first non wood duck I ever shot out of that hole was that green wing teal. It was like, oh, this is such a cool little bird. you know bird. Yeah. Um, 
but you've also got a sweet, uh, sweet new buck yeah, on the wall. I got a new deer on the wall. Yeah. Did you get that with the bow? No, you know that. Was that the one that's hanging in the back of the truck? No, I remember. No. I remember. That's the one I shot four days before my knee surgery that's in right. November. Yeah. He's on a two-year cycle. No, I literally am. Every two years. I kill a big deer. He kills a really big buck. I mean, just, he, he almost writes off the season if it's that middle season. And he, it's right now, this yeah? year. Yeah, like, is it? Yeah, whatever. Oh, man. Yeah, because I killed that one November 13th. Yeah. I killed the 13 point November 13th three years ago. 127 inches? I think he's at least 100. I say he's 130. You say he ain't, but that's fine. I think he's probably, I mean, 115, 120. That's 115 inch right there. That little binky dinky thing. That was my 16 year old deer. Maybe with a couple ultras. That's a 115 inch deer. I'm telling you. 20 inches wide. All right. I'll take your word for it. I'm telling you. That's 138 in the back corner. No, back there. I know. I'm just looking at this one because you're saying he's 100 inches? Yeah, oh yeah. He's 115. Damn. Wonder how I may have messed up the measurements on mine. Yours is a hundred inch deer. You think so? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I thought. Ninety-eight okay. to hundred inch deer. Yeah. That I'm telling you, because I've got them grossed at one hundred four. Rough measurements. Yeah, what that's I got. about right. Yeah. Because um, Dad's got one for a fact that I know is one sixty over there at his house, mm-hmm. and he's perfectly symmetrical twelve point. Um. So you know. Yeah, I think he's he's one. Yeah, he's probably one twenty five, one thirty. Yeah. yeah. And We're talking gross, right? We're not. We don't yeah, fool around on that. All right, that's not unless I'm in a competition. <laughs> yeah, and the only competition I'm in is with myself. Yeah, I mean that there, that deer there is chocolate horned and has some serious mass to it. Yeah, it's a nice deer. It's funky. Yeah, he Walt will post a picture on Instagram. I've sent him some pictures. Yeah, he'll, he'll put. Yeah, that I'll up. get the ladder up and get it like a head on that way. He'll put that up to. tomorrow. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good quality buck. I mean, I'd shoot this thing all day in a bag of chips, especially with the bow. If he'd have had his brow tines, he'd have really yeah. been a yeah. He'd have been pushing one. Well, that's like that one you got over there on the wall. If yeah. he just had his main bean, he's got yeah. what qu- had, quarter of his main bean. That's one thirty eight. Yeah. yeah, if he'd have had if he had, yeah. had the matching, that'd have been, been pushing one fifty yeah. almost. Yeah, he would every yeah, bit of one forty. Yeah. yeah, at least so. Yeah, he's got himself a nice little cabin out here in the woods with. All his uh, and big he's bucks. referring to the cabin as my house, basically. I mean, it's pretty much a cabin. It's wood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you got what? One, two, three, four bucks. There's five in the, in the other room. Five other bucks in the other no, room. No, there's one other. Buck so you got five there. bucks five in bucks. here. Four ducks on the wall. A turkey fan. Six ducks. Bass. There are five ducks on the wall. There's another one in there. There's Is there? a widget in there. I mean, uh, there's a um. Oh, what is it? Not a bluebill. Ringneck? No, the ringneck's right there. Um, Bufflehead? Bufflehead. There's Boom. a bufflehead in there, and then there's a there's a big sheephead in there. Yeah, big old daggum sheephead. <laughs> That's a story we got to tell one day. That's hysterical. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we're going to have a nice new addition to the Chasing Tales podcast come next spring slash summer because this sorry joker said, you know what? My perfectly good boat is not good enough. It's just it just doesn't do exactly what I want to do. Do I need to tell the backstory on that? Tell the backstory. Come on. Okay, we were taking a twenty-five foot bay boat twenty miles offshore, as y'all know, which there's nothing wrong with that. But eventually, at some point, I was doing nothing wrong. Nobody was doing anything wrong. Watched the weather. Everything was safe. But at some point, it's kind of like playing with fire. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're gonna get burned. You had a couple, a couple. I had a couple trips that we got burned. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> couple, 
couple sphincter squeezers. <laughs> there was one in particular. We had six people on the boat, and it started rolling five, six footers at least. Yeah. Out of nowhere, no yeah. thunderstorm around, no nothing. It just blew. Up. Just something changed, and it just it blew up. So now we've we've upgraded a little, just a little, and uh, yeah, we'll have a new addition to the to the boat fleet. Um, what did you buy? Just a big boat. Just an offshore boat, that's all. Oh, come on now. No. Sorry, y'all. I'm parched. We've been... I'm dehydrated. I had to get some more water. We've literally been outside... Well, I've been outside sweating my ass off while the supervisor said, a little more to the left, a little more to the right. That's right. My job, <laughs> ain't it? T- tell them what you bought. We just bought a bigger boat. That's all. 45-foot container, yeah, right? right? I you wish. <laughs> Not really. That's too big. No, we just bought a 31K porn... Um, Big old offshore boat. Moral of the story is, what I was trying to lead up to was next summer, we're going to have some awesome offshore catches. This boy As long was, as business stays busy, <laughs> I can afford to run it. <laughs> but, you know, Lord willing and the creek don't rise, yeah. we're going to be out there catching some deep, deep sea fishing. I'm going to be mid-CPA, so I'm going to be desperate on the weekends to get out and do something. So, so I'm going to be out there. Go. Yeah. So, and then I want to get my wife out there because if I, can, if I can get her hooked. Then you can go whenever you want. Right? I can go whenever <laughs> I need to. So that's the, that's the key, guys. I know there's a whole lot of folks that are like, oh, well, I don't want my wife to go with me. Well, just get her to go a couple times a year and then you're good to go the boom, rest of the year. Boom. Get her her, her fill. Elena, my wife, she loves to come out about once or twice a year. Walk around for about an hour, ride around for a little while. Then she's good to go. She's then ready to go good. home. Then we got the free range. Speaking for the of rest which, of the we need season. to get her on that mule. She would love that. <laughs> no, because then you got to buy something else. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. I'll find a way. Uh, <laughs> Better st- sell a kidney or an artery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll just finance it like everything else. Millennial. The millennial way. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you had to get a bigger truck then. Why? We won't pull that. No, I'll just pull my truck with it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so what? Do, so let's get back to what everybody's thinking about, which is kind of hunting. Yeah. Nobody's thinking. Nobody gives a rat's ass about deep sea deep sea fishing right now, but that's okay. They well, will. They don't. I do. Yeah. If I had yeah, the boat, the right, I'd be do. gone. Yeah. But uh, what do you have left to do to get ready for deer season? I mean, like to, because you're you're you you're a big like November December hunter. And that's because you have an extremely late rut here. Mm-hmm. When does when does your rut just for for shits and giggles? When does your rut happen? Like let's normally, say pre the norm- hot and the post. Normally the first full moon, somewhere in October. Okay. When it falls, you'll start to see some action. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you mean by action? Like rub scrapes. Yeah, you'll start seeing some movement. You'll start seeing does act, act skittish and you know start start their their rut pattern where, right. they're, where they're real timid. Um, but what I've found, and I don't know if it's right, but I've killed both of my deer within, both of my bigger deer. Within, within a couple days. three or four days of each other. Yep. Actually, I honestly believe, I'd have to go back and look at pictures, but I believe it was the same day, two years apart from each other. Um, I think. I'm almost positive. It was November 7th and 9th, right? Or 5th and 9th no, or something like that? it was 13th and 14th, I believe. No, man, because I killed my buck the 7th, and you said, yep, this is about time, I'll be, I'll be with you. In like a day or two, and then you shot yours. It was like... 15 was when you shot that one, right? 14 or 15. It had to be 15 if this is... No. It had to be 16. What, the day? The year. No, I shot him last year. I shot 16. him... 16. shot him 14, I believe. So you're on even, I'm on odd. 
Yeah, I'm every two years. Hell no yeah. What I that means one something. of us is going to be dropping a big buck. Yeah, gum right. No, it ain't going to be me. It ain't I know. Year. That's what I'm saying. One of us is going to be it ain't my every year. year. It's your year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of us every year should be dropping a big buck. No pressure, guys, for your expectation. Although, what did you say your goal was this year? I think. <laughs> one thirty or better with the bow. Yeah, and then I can't eat meat if I don't do it. And then you can't eat meat. That was that was viewer requested. If he doesn't shoot a one thirty inch or bigger with the bow, he can't eat meat for an entire year after that. Anyways, go ahead. Doubt that'll happen. Well, yeah, I can just drink whey protein and call it. There you go. <laughs> it is meat. But yeah, there oh well. you go. End of October. Uh, end of October around Thanksgiving, it starts getting really hot around Thanksgiving. Sure. If the weather's right, um, that's like I believe it was last year. We had like two cold days during Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I watched two eight points that I probably should have shot for two days straight, but I didn't do it. Um, and then they just shut down because mm-hmm. it got hot again. Yeah. And they didn't shut down; they just moved at night. And that's just what I've noticed is the less cold weather we have. It does affect our rut. Sure. I don't know if it does necessarily y'all, mm-hmm. but up here it it does affect it. I mean, mm-hmm. I killed I killed that buck last year, the eight point. I can remember I was in my Drake pants, a long sleeve shirt, and a light brown hoodie. Um, Columbia. Mm-hmm. So it was cool enough that I still got I still was sweating a little when I went in but once I got sitting down it got cool enough that you still had to have something mm-hmm. on you and mm-hmm. I mean for me to be wearing those Drake pants it was in the 40s yeah you know or 50s after dark it dropped mm-hmm. into the 40s but um but yeah what I'd seen him the day before with another deer and I just couldn't tell so I didn't shoot him so then I said well he's got to be in that bottom so I went back to the same exact stand and he came in 15 minutes for dark behind a doe. Um, but that's kind of the backstory on him. But yeah, November, I'd say beginning in the, into October, you, you could potentially get mm-hmm. some movement. But for me, Thanksgiving, around November, even late November, hell, even sometimes Christmas, you can kill big deer. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the weather. It's all got something to do with the weather and the moon. So what do you make of those studies that have been done all over the country and they birth deer? And what they do, or not birth deer, but they age the deer. So they say, this deer was born on such and such day. So they do the math, and it finds that the majority of the breeding is done within a certain window. You're saying that your your rut is affected by cold weather. Science has, has rather well proven wrong. Yeah, that, that it happens in a certain window. Do you think that it's, it's better to say that it doesn't? change the rut but so much as it changes how it much you see how they pattern yeah how, um, whether you see them during the day or not is yeah saying? the other thing is is a lot of people say it's over by december mm-hmm. we still have 160 plus inch deer raking pollens chasing does that february yeah here yeah i mean big deer will tear up the pawings and check them until the end of february and i know that sounds crazy but I don't know. These deer up here may maybe just be crazy, but they they will check a pawing hard mm-hmm. until if it's cold in February, they're gonna check it. Yeah. Well, I'm a believer that if you have enough does and you've got a pile of does on your property, I believe that not all of them can get they can't serviced, get serviced at the in same that, time. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that that's just that's just how nature works. Right. Not all those does are gonna come in within a month. Right. I'm sorry. There's right. Let's just say, for example, there on that on 1,200 acres, there's 400 does mm-hmm. and there very well could be that many deer yeah. 
Uh, oh yeah, about twelve hundred acres. Very yeah. well could. I've be. never seen more deer in my life on one piece of property. What did we see? Twenty six that one night and one buck. Twenty six does and one buck. Was it only twenty six? Mm-hmm. Only. I mean, it was twenty six. It was twenty six does. You're right. And then the it one was, spike. It was, it was no, one. it wasn't a spike. It was that uh, yeah. that forkhead horn yeah, or whatever running whatever off in the was, distance. But yeah. It was still. Let's say there was four yearlings, five yearlings yeah. in that whole group. Those twenty does. Yeah. Literally twenty breedable. And that was October plus because we were out there with a rifle. Yeah. Yeah. And it was half Walt's like, they're not gonna come. They're not gonna come. And then he's like, I said, Okay, there comes one, there comes two, there yeah. comes three. And let's put it this way. We were standing up in the stand laughing our asses off. Yeah. Literally laughing our <laughs> asses hysterical. off because Walt had never seen nothing like this. Well, it was and, one of those it, to add emphasis to and this. And me and him never get to sit together. Either. Yeah. So we don't ever really get to hunt together. And then on top of that, you have to understand, we're sitting completely surrounded by deer. And wide with a open. swirling wind. In the wide open. In the wide open. These two men on this, like, eight-inch pine, pine tree, tree with a two-man ladder stand. There was no reason for us not to get scented. And we never got scented. And they didn't care. Maybe they just didn't care. I don't know. I feel like they should have cared. But, <laughs> you know, like, there's two grown men up there, and we weren't particularly scent effective. You know, with anything that we did that day, we sprayed no. down with that evolved, whatever. But and then we both used the restroom out of the stand twice. Twice, yeah. Twice. So you know, because it, it was just a funny hunt. That yeah. was just the whole point. And I was we, like, well, we, if a big ass deer walks out, cool. We'll yeah, it. yeah, but yeah, yeah. Otherwise, Walt was like, dude, I'm free. I've never seen. It. Can, can we? Go I've never sit seen up so there? many deer. I've never seen so many deer. And it was like it was one of these things like, oh, we got thirteen deer. Wow, that's really cool. Oh, here comes three more. <laughs> Holy cow! Here comes three more, and they just they just kept coming. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> and then there was that, there was, so that, that doe, I kept seeing movement, like, way, way out there. My, and we're like, oh shit. A thousand a big, yards a out. Yeah. Out there. And, and I it, kept seeing movement, and Leighton would throw up his binos, and we both look, and we couldn't see it, and I kept saying, I know I'm seeing movement. And then sure enough, we both were looking at the same time, and here comes Mr. Forked Horn. Yeah. He must have been. Chasing a dang doe right into the food plot. Yeah. I'm like, where's the big one at? Yeah. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> that would have been the best way to have handled yeah. that. Could you imagine that? 26 does, and then Mr. Big walks out, yeah. and wham. Yeah, well, I don't know if I could have killed him. Walt would have had to probably hold my hand. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so that, that was kind of fun. Um, hopefully, we can replicate that a couple times this year. I'd like to, this year... Video that? I would like to, every once in a while, you come video me, All I'll right. come video you, and let's just kind of build a little archive some of those times, because... I'm sorry. Mm. That would have been absolutely hysterical. I would have given. Oh, we were up there laughing. I'm talking I, about the laughing. tree. The tree was shaking. We were laughing so bad. It was the horrible. The tree was so small. Because Walt was laughing. He'd be like, he'd be like you gotta, you got to go to the bathroom again. And I was like, yeah, my bottle's full. He's like, what the hell are you going to do? I said, what the hell do you think I'm going to do? I said, I can't sit here. We got in at 4 o'clock and it ain't getting dark till damn 6.30. I not the thing was there's nothing but palmettos under so you pee and it's like it's like dropping something on a like a freaking brass or uh it's like a, it's like a rattle drum it's like a stare drum it's just going and they just look up at me and then they just then I just ease back down real slowly and they just go back to eating and I'm laughing and he's laughing so the you know the streams going back and forth and hitting they oh god it was hysterical oh that was so fun. But seriously, I would kill. I've got a GoPro now. We can put the GoPro up and get like a time lapse for yeah, those things. Yeah, let's put it out there in the middle of the food plot. <laughs> no. Face it back at us. Ain't nobody wants to see you peeing from the tree stand. <laughs> but, uh, well, it was a fun little BS session. I, um, we're going to get back to doing these weekly again, guys. Uh, consider this our apology here for taking so long. But 
Before we get to the end of this, I just want to give a shout out. We got a bunch of reviews on Instagram. Um, sorry, on iTunes, and I really appreciate this because this is really helping to push us up into the outdoor charts, and this is what's really going to help us grow and find other other people find us. So, um, shout out goes to DFHHHGFF. I appreciate you, Fireman eighty seven, T Frey twenty five, and Chase apostrophe nineteen guys. I. I really thank you so much for, for the kind words and uh, some of the things I've said in here really makes me and Leighton feel like we're doing what we, we set out to do, which is to provide you with a high-quality podcast. And have fun doing it. And have fun doing it. And and some of these reviews just really you know let me know that the content we're providing you is what you want to hear. So, you know, we that's four of 20. We're still going to do the decal giveaway for you everybody. You got 20 reviews? No, we're we're doing oh. the giveaway for 20, oh, 20 We're at eleven reviews already for the record, which is great, and all five stars, which is just so encouraging. Um, if you've left a review since DFHHGFF, that was the first one. If you've left a review, we have sixteen available giveaways. Send me a message with your email, with your with your mailing address. I'll send you a decal. You get your choice of a white or or the Chasing Tails blue. Um, it's a three inch by three inch decal. I'm going to send that to you for free. I really appreciate it. It's just our way of saying thank you. So unfortunately the people have left these reviews. I don't know how to get in contact with you. So please follow up with me on our Facebook page or on Instagram and just shoot me your information. Um, I'm going to get, as soon as I get the information from these, I'm going to send, uh, send those out. I mean, next day. Um, so I just want to say thank you. So lastly, it's deer season. You're going to go out to your stand. You're going to leave your safety harness at home. You're going to leave your... Okay? It's not worth it. My father, if you go back and listen to episode one, he fell and crushed his back. I've fallen from tree stands. It's just not worth it. There's so much life to be had and so many more seasons that it's just not worth giving it up. So have fun. Shoot straight. Until next time. So yeah, Be good. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.